have some movies you'd like us to review? Tell us! Send us an email at driveinmovieshr at gmail.com. Or slide into our DMs on Instagram and Twitter at drivemoviespod or on Facebook at Hogan and Rudy. Let us know what to watch next. And now, on with the show. Welcome back to another episode of Drive-In Movies. This week we are going to camp, but uh, two spooky camps, so probably not a camp uh, anyone would actually want to go to. I for sure would not want to go to either one of these. Uh, So this week we have The Burning going up against Sleepaway Camp. So let's let's start with the details on them, Uh, starting with The Burning from what year? 19... 82? 1981. Ooh. You're always like one year off on I this. I am. You're pretty good. You're pretty good. Uh, directed by Tony Malum. Written by, uh-oh, Harvey Weinstein. Ooh. Uh, Tony Malum, Brad Gray, Peter Lawrence, and Bob Weinstein. I didn't know Harvey Weinstein actually wrote movies. I thought he just produced them. Uh oh. All right. Well, <laughs> starring Brian Matthews as Todd, Leah Ayers as Michelle, Brian Backer as Alfred, uh, and then a bunch of other campers. Uh, some notable names in that, though, are Jason Alexander in his first role as Dave, and Holly Hunter in her first role as Sophie. Holly Hunter has, I don't think she talks at all in. In that movie, she's got a very small part. Jason Alexander's got a good, sizable part in that, but he's he's not a main character. And that is going up against Sleepaway Camp from what year? 1983. 1983, you got it. Directed by Robert Hiltzik. Written by Robert Hiltzik. Starring Felissa Rose as Angela. Jonathan Tiersten as Ricky. Karen Fields as Judy, Mike Kellen as Mel, and kind of the same situation. You have a bunch of other campers in that movie. No one really famous. So yeah, two horror films about going to camp. I myself have never been to camp, so I don't know how closely these movies matched the (laughs) camp element. Have you gone to camp before? I have not, and these make me never never want to go. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, they don't seem, uh, at least the way these movies portrayed, they don't seem like the most exciting place to go. I feel like everyone smells all the time. Yeah. And they all <laughs> want to do it with each other. That's like... That's the theme. That's, that's the staple of these these camp horror movies, is that they're all teens just, just trying to get it. And it's weird. It's weird. <laughs> yeah. I'll turn it over to you to... Uh, Talk about what these movies are about. Yeah, let me tell you about these uh, these spooktastic movies. <laughs> so, so you have The Burning, which is about a former summer camp caretaker who is horribly burned from a prank gone wrong, lurks around an upstate New York summer camp bent on killing the teenagers responsible for his disfigurement. Then you have Sleepaway Camp, which is about the main character Angela Baker, 
who's a shy, traumatized girl who's sent to summer camp with her cousin. After she shortly arrives, anyone with sinister or less than honorable intentions toward her gets some consequences. Bum bum. Yeah, they're both very tailored around like revenge. Seems oh, yeah. to be the uh, the main theme in both of these movies, as well as camp. But revenge and camp, those two go hand in hand together. <laughs> Can't have camp without revenge. Am I right? <laughs> Friday the Thirteenth. That's the same too. It's the same movie. It's the same. It's like if you have a camp horror movie, it better have revenge in there. <laughs> that better be the driving force. But let's talk about the the writing in these two movies. I'm sure this will be an interesting category to talk about. What did you think about the writing? Oh, boy. Um, <laughs> trash. Trash. Well, okay, one of them is better than the other. The burning is okay. It's kind of lazy, sloppy, yeah. but it's fine. The dialogue is okay. Mm-hmm. It's just one of those 80s slasher films yeah. at a camp. Mm-hmm. Sleepaway, on the other hand, oh, if you want a movie to make you feel uncomfortable the whole time while watching it, just watch Sleepaway Camp. Terrible. And it's so, the dialogue is so cheesy, mixed with the terrible acting. Oh, yeah. And you're just like, oh my gosh, I, like, I don't know if I can make it through this film. <laughs> yeah. Like the first 10 minutes you're watching it and you're like, oh my gosh, why are people acting like this and talking like this? And what is this story? I have no idea and I don't think you ever really know. No. You never know what the actual story is. You like, get glimpses of it, but even those glimpses don't really match up to an understandable level where you're like, oh, okay, this happens because of that, or this is related because of this. You get like these weird fragments of just nonsense, and they're like, oh, well, that's that's why it happened. And you're like, well, yep. okay, <laughs> I guess. I guess that could be a reason, but... Yeah, the writing in Sleepaway Camp is uh, pretty rough. I think I texted you that it might be one of the worst movies I've ever seen <laughs> as a story. Oh, horrible. Oh, my gosh. With a a horror element to it, even that kind of falls short because the suspense is never really there, at least in my opinion. I mean, you have the mm-hmm. slasher kills and whatnot, which some of them are... I don't want to use the term clever, but they're different. They're different kills. Yeah, sure. But leading up to it, I think with Friday the 13th, I'm just going to lump that one in here because it's (laughs) it's similar as well. It just gets lumped. That one you have kind of a sense of suspense, and that one does the horror element a little bit better. The burning, I think, is like the next step down. Like if they were in tears... In terms of the horror, the burning, I think, does a good job. And I think it takes a lot of elements from like Halloween, where you're seeing it from the killer's point of view. But like Mm -hmm. when the camera transitions to that view, you get that like loud musical. I I don't know what it's like bells or something like that. I I don't know what it is. It's probably a synthesizer. You know, you know how they love the synthesizer. (laughs) But those moments kind of add the tension because then you can see the killer walking up on their victim and whatnot. And you get a little bit of that in Sleepaway Camp too, but I don't know. It's just done so cheesily. The dialogue is so cringeworthy that when you get to those suspenseful moments or when they're supposed to be suspenseful, 
and you're just like, I I could care less. <laughs> These people who are dying yeah. are the worst actors, so go ahead, get them out of there. <laughs> just yeah, I don't want to hear out. I don't want to hear them talk in their cheesy dialogue anymore. So yeah, just <laughs> just whittle down this cast and let's let's get this over with. Yeah, the more people that are gone, you're like. That means the movie's ending sooner. <laughs> it's like but a like, countdown. Yeah. You're like, ah, oh, yeah. nice. There's only this many people that can die. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So you're kind of waiting for those moments. Instead of being like suspenseful, like, oh, what's going to happen? Who's who's going to die yeah. next? You're like, please. You're yeah, like, who's come on. Who's going to die next? <laughs> Keep it running. So in terms of writing, <laughs> not, that it's, uh, not that it's supreme or that it's done well. It's done decent. It's not, I don't think the writing is bad in the burning i think like you said it's just kind of there i mean you have that classic revenge kind of plot line that's kind of the base driver for the story but in terms of having an actual camp feeling and i'll attribute that a little bit to the writing i think it actually does the best of sleepaway camp and friday the 13th because i'm just going to keep comparing that one because it's just so similar (laughs) But, like, at least the camp element, I felt like this one, the burning, was the closest to matching that kind of feeling of actually being at camp. And, again, take that with a grain of salt because I've never been to camp. But, like, (laughs) if I could imagine what camp would be like, I think the burning closely matches that element. So I think they did a decent job in at least applying the theme correctly in its writing. Yeah. And they did it a little different, too. Instead of attacking the camp they had a kind of a group go off mm-hmm. and do their own kind of like the older kids are going off and staying away for three days so that's kind of the group that gets targeted not the the regular camp yeah and that's that's another good point too because that also allows room for the kills to happen and the movie to continue in a logical way for sure Mm-hmm. sleepaway camp you have like kids dying in the camp and the camp owner is like pulling a jaws where he's like ah oh, well we can stay open right just don't <laughs> yeah, just don't tell anyone jaws. he's like no one needs to know we don't want to tell any parents because then they won't send their kids here and <laughs> whenever that happens i mean there's probably people like that who are greedy and, and whatnot but you would think that when people start dying You'd be like, all right, uh, we're shutting this place down. Yeah. We're calling the cops. Uh, we are getting all these kids out of here. No, they it, they don't do that. The camp owner, I guess, decides to take matters into his own hand. And he just starts uh, trying to track kids down to blame them for killing one of the campers who he could have yeah. hooked up with, even though he's like 60 years old. So weird. Ugh. Uh, every Yeah, everything in that movie is just so uncomfortable. It's all because of the writing. Yeah. Trash. <laughs> is this your first trash movie? I think so. Oh man, we made it. We got one. Uh, trash. So well, you're gonna, you know how this, the rest of this is gonna go. Yeah, let's let's just go down the line then. Um, I'm guessing your your point in writing is going to the burning. Oh, for sure. <laughs> for sure. <laughs> what about characters? Oh, oh my gosh. Every character. In sleepaway camp is so frustrating. Okay, so you have the main character Angela. She doesn't talk. Mm-mm. She just everyone's trying to talk to her. She stares, and it makes the viewer uncomfortable, which it's probably supposed to do. I get it, but it's weird. I don't. I don't like it. Everyone else is just so. Why is there a bunch of like twenty-year-olds picking on 
little children. Is that a normal thing at camp? <laughs> that was one of the questions <laughs> I had too. Was I was like, what? What's the age group of this camp? Like, I couldn't tell who was the counselors and who were the actual campers. Right. Because it seemed like there was like thirty-year-old campers, <laughs> yeah. but like fifteen-year-old camp counselors. But the thirty-year-old campers were in the same group as like the twelve-year-old campers. I was like, I, I have no idea how this how this camp works. <laughs> yeah. Well, the moral is I don't like any character in Sleepaway Camp because they're all pretty frustrating. There's a chef that is creepy and is Super trying creepy. to molest children. And he's a chef at the, the camp. And this happens like in the first 15 minutes. And he's he's not subtle about it. No, it's like noon on it's lunchtime. But he's even making comments to what, like the other chefs? And he's like, yeah. oh, the younger, the better or something like that. And you're like, yeah. oh, God, I don't like this movie already. And that's like the first <laughs> 10 minutes. Yeah, a lot of things did not age well. I don't think They're... they aged. Probably then. Yeah, that they time. probably didn't sit. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, the the owner of the camp is like this sleazy. He reminds me of someone that like smoking a cigar at a casino. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Like, Always got a cigar. Like that. Yeah. yeah, like some old, dirty, dirty old man. I, so I don't know who allowed any of these people to run the place because it's terrible. I would never send my child there. That's for sure. No, it's terrible. He's oh. trying to hook up with the camp counselor. Yes. He's like 40 years younger than him or whatever. Ugh. Weird. This whole movie's weird. So if you, oh, so weird. What about the characters in the burning? <laughs> oh, yeah. The burning. I feel like that one's just going to like take the easy ride all the way to the end. Oh, it's going to coast. Without making any effort whatsoever. <laughs> oh, my gosh. So there's actually some <laughs> likable characters in the burning. Yeah. <laughs> You have Todd, who's one of the camp counselors, and then his girlfriend, Michelle. Mm-hmm. They're pretty likable. Todd is trying to stick up for Alfred, who's the kind of the kid that gets picked on. He's kind of similar to Angela. He just kind of yeah. stares, and he gets caught in a lot of situations where he's like creeping on people, and they're like, what, what are you doing? Yeah, but you kind of feel bad for him. I don't. I think he's just as weird as Angela. <laughs> I feel bad that everyone always blames him for everything. Yeah. But him as a character, I I, I was like actually him. hoping he would die. Uh, oh, my earlier, God. Honestly. <laughs> but. Oh. Then you have his, his friend, Jason Alexander, who I did not even realize he was in this movie until I heard him talk. And I was like, <laughs> he has hair. Oh, yeah. it's so weird. You said this was his first. Yeah. Well, I think he had like some TV show credit before but mm. i think this was his first movie wild if you i would just watch this movie to see jason alexander with hair and then you have the supporting cast they're good yeah. i don't know i have no complaints there's there's a lot of yelling all the time mm-hmm. i think that's my only complaint is like the the side people are there just to like yell and create chatter yeah i i like the characters in the burning i think they do a good job of not being over the top. Uh, a lot of these <laughs> movies you have, like Sleepaway Camp, for example, you have a lot of <laughs> characters just really hamming it up. And the the group of kids that they had in this movie, I felt like were a good balance mm-hmm. where you didn't have like, like Jason Alexander wasn't like the the clown who was always making jokes and 
you had kind of the stereotypical bully in what was his name? Started with a G. Gla- Glazer. Glazer. I think. Yeah. He was probably the most extreme of all the characters. Yeah. You had Todd and Michelle who were actually pretty responsible camp counselors. Yeah. <laughs> what you would expect. Yeah. So it was nice to see that they actually, you know, watched their kids and <laughs> took their job seriously. You had the camp owner who you barely see, but I immediately liked him infinitely better than the camp owner in Sleepaway Camp because oh, yeah. he didn't do anything creepy. And the villain, I think, eh, was all right. Yeah, he was, uh, he was fine. I think there's a reason why people know Jason and they don't know. Cropsy. Cropsy. People aren't wearing Cropsy masks everywhere. No. He's not <laughs> He's not that uh, memorable or interesting to watch in the film. Yeah. Uh, Sleepaway Camp, I think you've already hit all the notions. <laughs> you just got a bunch of scumbags with super horrible dialogue and the worst acting. And you combine all three of that and you just can't wait for this movie to be over, honestly. Oh, yeah. I didn't even touch on acting. Terrible. Oh my gosh. The acting isn't great in The Burning, but like having watched these movies back to back, <laughs> man, the people in The Burning should should get an award for <laughs> how good their acting is compared to Sleepaway Camp. Judy, though, she's kind of like the antagonist that picks on on Angela. Her acting horrible. Every every scene she came in I was like, "Oh my gosh." Uh the worst acting goes to the mom. Oh, you're right. She has like three scenes and horrible. Each one of them is terrible. I don't understand like what they were going for with her character. I don't know if they just gave her carte blanche <laughs> and they're like, just do whatever you want, man. Have fun with it. <laughs> because her character is so weird and it makes no sense. She'll like look off into the distance and be like, oh no, that wouldn't be good now, would it? But then, like, she'll go back to talking to whoever, yeah. and then she'll do it, like, five more times during the conversation, where she'll be like, oh, no, that's not good. <laughs> that's exactly anyway, how she sounds. <laughs> yeah. And you're like, what is going on? What is happening? And you think that she has, maybe maybe she plays a bigger part in this movie? Maybe she shows up later? No, she is just being weird just because she had screen time, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. Terrible. Maybe she was married to the director or the writer, and he was like, you showcase all your talents, honey. (laughs) She really blew it on that one. We have a word for that. Trash. Trash. (laughs) Trash acting. You want to see an example of some of the worst acting? Sleepaway camp. (laughs) Oh, it's getting beaten down right now. Uh, What about music? It deserves every second of it. Um... (laughs) Music. <laughs> so let me trash on Sleepaway Camp a little more. <laughs> During some of the not happy scenes, but just normal, like, oh, the campers are going. So it was like sitcom music. It was weird. I don't know how to describe it, but it's like if you were to watch a sitcom and that's the type of music they used. I was like, this... probably just found a free sample online. Yeah. <laughs> They're like, let's just throw this in here. Put it in. I'm trying to think of the horror music. It was not very memorable. Mm-mm. Did they have horror music in there? I don't know. Uh, yeah, they did. But I feel like this one's tough between the two because they were both kind of generic. 
mm-hmm. 80s soundtracks. I think the burning kind of took a lot of notes again from Halloween. Like I thought the soundtrack was a little similar to the uh, suspenseful moments in Halloween when he's yeah. like stalking people. I noticed a lot of similarities in the music in those scenes. I'd probably throw the burning on like a spooky movie mm-hmm. soundtrack yeah, playlist. Sure. Sleepaway Camp, uh, on principle alone, I probably wouldn't just because I thought the movie <laughs> itself wasn't worth it. But I really can't ding the music. I think it did its job. It wasn't great or anything to, to call home about, but I don't think it... Compared to the rest of the movie and how badly it was done, <laughs> the music is like a high point in, in that film. Uh, yeah, yeah, that they, is. They did all right with the music, I guess. <laughs> but I'll still give it to The Burning. Heck yeah. I'm not giving any points to Sleepaway Camp. Forget that. So I guess uh, Tech... We'll just roll right in. Oh, gosh. Even The Burning felt cleaner as a movie. The way that I look at it is The Burning is Target and Sleepaway Camp's Walmart. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> like the same store, but one just looks... <laughs> one just looks nicer. Yeah. One doesn't have ground beef in the school <laughs> supplies aisle. Oh, man. Uh, some of the some of the effects were interesting and not not badly done. Some of the shots I think were well done in Sleepaway Camp. Like when um, when one guy gets burned, you just kind of see his arms sticking up. I think that shot was interesting. You have a lot of shadow play uh, in that one. There was one where the canoe had flipped over at night. That was kind of the only shot that I really. Mm-hmm. Like so, it's this one camper in there, and he's under, you know, getting the air, mm-hmm. and all of a sudden another head pops up. Oh yeah, and he's like, <gasps> I was like, oh, that's a little spooky. Where are you coming from? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So it does it does some scenes well in terms of how they're shot. The burning is a pretty gruesome movie. Oh yeah, I was like, the a little violence is by that. pretty intense. I think the makeup. Of the villains, pretty good. He's just kind of a forgettable character, but he looks—he looks cool. But you only see him for like a little bit, a yeah, a few minutes, mm-hmm. yeah. But that one, I think, has some cool shots too. Like in the beginning, well, when he's in like his trench coat and his hat, thought those scenes were pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, kind of reminded me of like an old noir, like Hitchcock kind of <laughs> kind of film. There were scenes in there too. A lot of the kills in there as well. They they took some interesting shots. A lot of close ups, and a lot of quick cuts in those scenes. Especially there's one on a raft where man they they cut back and forth, and I think it just adds to the hecticness of that scene, oh, which yeah. I think that scene's actually pretty cool. So I would give my point to the burning because it looks better. They probably had a lot more money in that film too, but sometimes it pays off. That movie looks better. It's aged better, I think. Um, like a lot of the violent, gruesome scenes, uh, some kind of look a little cheesy, but for the most part, you're like, oh, like it still kind of yeah. makes you queasy at times. <laughs> Sleepaway Camp definitely looks aged. It looks like a low budget movie from oh, the 80s. Yeah. So, not terrible. It's not the worst category. 
It's not writing or acting. No. <laughs> but it's still not up to par enough to beat the Bernie in this category, in my opinion. Yeah, I agree. So which movie did you enjoy more, Rudy? <laughs> so I felt like after watching Sleepaway Camp, like the end of Billy Madison with the mm-hmm. trivia host, I award you <laughs> zero points and may God have mercy on your soul. Yeah. Uh, Sleepaway Camp gets zero points because it's a trash movie. Never watching that again. Ooh, Forget Rudy, that. Rudy's got a trash movie. Yeah, throw it out. We need like throw a uh, buzzer or something. Boom, boom, boom. <laughs> trash. Oh, it made. Oh, it made Friday the Thirteenth look like it deserves a, an Oscar. Look like Psycho. Oh yeah, for sure. Gosh, but the burning <laughs> is at least watchable. Yeah. So I'd watch the not... burning again. Yeah. Yeah. I'd probably for sure. instead of the burning and Sleepaway Camp, just do a double feature of Friday the thirteenth and the burning. And oh, just yeah. forget that Sleepaway Camp ever existed. <laughs> that would have been a much better pair. Now, I know a lot of people I think like Sleepaway Camp. I think it's considered like a cult classic. So there are people out there who like it. And if you're listening and, and you like it, I mean Horror has its own kind of niche group. You can have a lot of horror fans that like different types of horror. You can like the super cheesy stuff. You can like the artsy. And you can like, you know, the ultra violent. You can like... There's so many different like subgenres of horror that you can can get into. I think some cheesy horror movies are are really fun and, and enjoyable. Like Killer Clowns from Outer Space. Oh, yeah. I think mm-hmm. that movie's super cheesy, but they do it in a fun way. And I think it's still written somewhat intelligently Yeah, in a fun way. For sure. Mm-hmm. Where Sleepaway Camp, I just feel like someone just scribbled together a horror movie <laughs> and shot it and put it out there. And some people love it, but I'm not one of them. I don't, <laughs> I don't enjoy that movie. I had seen it before this. And I didn't think I was ever going to watch it again just because I didn't really enjoy it the first time. But time had passed, so watching it again the second time, I was like, okay, well, we'll, we'll give it a shot. See if maybe I just wasn't paying attention or I just didn't like this type of movie back then. But maybe, you know, tastes change. And I mean, that's yeah. true with anything. No, they haven't. I still <laughs> don't like it. And I think now... Now that I have this recorded and on record and I can go back and hear my thoughts on it, next time I'm like, eh, maybe I'll give it another shot. I'll just listen to this and be like, oh, yeah. okay, no. I think I gave it two shots. Didn't get me after two, so hang that one up. And So this is a message to our, our future selves. Yeah. Don't watch Sleepaway Camp. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's just not worth it. But if you like horror movies and you're willing to give any movie a shot, and you're looking for a camp horror flick. I mean, I don't know too many camp horror flicks besides Friday the 13th, The Burning, and Sleepaway Camp. I don't know of any other. There's got to be more. I'm sure there are, but in terms of like the big names out there, give it a shot if you want. But just, just so you know, it's a trash film. <laughs> trash. The first one, that that is actually more significant because you haven't given Mm -hmm. any movie trash yet. So that's a bad sign, people. (laughs) But there you have it. Next month, 
we are doing action-packed August. So if you liked Demolition Man and Time Cop, uh, we have a couple more movies along the same line. We're going to do some recent action films, some throwbacks, try to get a little bit of different styles in there. So look out for our calendar and watch along. Please remember to replace the speaker on the post when you leave the theater.